They say that experience is the best teacher, and the best way to learn from experience is to learn from others who have already found success. For this season of the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast, Michael has lined up a great group of successful people who will share their stories of how they got started and some powerful lessons from their accomplishments. He'll also be introducing you to people who are just starting on their entrepreneurship journey to share what they've learned so far. Success is not just about money, and we'll meet some people who have been successful in very unique ways. Entrepreneurship is an exciting journey, and we're glad to be along for the ride with you. Here's your host, the guy who knows a guy, Michael Whitehouse. Hello, and welcome to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. I, as always, am your host, Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy himself. And the guy I know today who is here is Alan Fine, the LinkedIn wizard. Welcome to the show, Alan. How are you? I am doing great today, Michael. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. And uh, so I'd like to share with people what makes you awesome. Why, why, how are you a wizard? Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. Uh, I started niching into LinkedIn 13 years ago, and I quickly realized that LinkedIn, you know, has this database of B2B uh, business owners that it will respond to you on LinkedIn. It's like no other social media platform on the planet. And now that LinkedIn has 880 million members worldwide and probably ramping up to a billion by the end of next year, I would think, um, you can get never ending leads on LinkedIn. So, you know, I haven't done any other kind of marketing or promotion or SEO in nine years since I opened my LinkedIn lead generation agency. Probably saved myself a quarter million dollars on that because every single week I have five to 15 new sales calls in my calendar only from LinkedIn every single week. And I find wow. that, yeah, I find that people that, you know, are, are on LinkedIn, you know, we all, we all have heard them, you know, I'm on LinkedIn. I started a profile 10 years ago. I haven't done anything with it at all. And, you know, they want to know how to use LinkedIn. Uh, that's where I help them out. Either, either do it all for them or they, I train them on how to use it themselves. Wow. Okay. And, and so if you, if you do the, what, what are some typical results you're able to get for people? Yeah, it, it, most of my clients say the same results. I'm getting five to 15 new sales calls once a week, every single week uh, from LinkedIn, from talking to their connections on LinkedIn, doing events, going into groups, all the different strategies I use for my clients to get these, you know, five to 15 new sales calls for them. It works very, very well. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so we'll get back to kind of the, the, some of the tactics you use. But, uh, of course, with this season, one of the big focuses is – for those folks who are just getting started, they're early in their businesses. Maybe they're not even doing a business yet. I'm bringing people on who are successful in their business yeah. and bringing you back to a time when you weren't. Um, so go back to when you began. And uh, so I, I'm assuming you you were not raised by your by your father, who was also a LinkedIn guru, who passed down the family secrets of of LinkedIn wizardry. Is that is that correct? That is very true. My father is actually a rocket scientist. He worked for NASA uh, many, many years ago. So if you talk to him about computers that are 40 years old <laughs> that run on, you know, three or four megs of RAM, then yeah, that's him. But for me, uh, I kind of had to learn LinkedIn myself because mm -hmm. it's very, very confusing, as you know. Uh, anybody who you talk to who is not on LinkedIn in a big way you know, that's one of the things you hear from them. It's very, very confusing. I have no idea how to navigate it. I have no idea how to use it. And that was made me basically, you know, 13, 14 years ago when I first joined LinkedIn. I had no idea how to use it. The information on LinkedIn wasn't really out there or was out there. 
Um, you know, we've all gone to Google for a LinkedIn answer or, or, or something on LinkedIn, and mm-hmm. then that takes to an actual LinkedIn interior page, and the information's outdated or is old. It doesn't right. work anymore, right? And it's, you know, how frustrating is that to have information on their own website that doesn't even apply anymore to what's actually happening from their updates or the real world? So LinkedIn's terrible at publishing their own data uh, as far as how do we use a platform, questions about the platform, how things work on the platform. And that's where I came in, you know, 13, 14 years ago with helping my clients as I was running a, a website design uh, overall internet marketing agency that was dealing with you know facebook ads and and google adwords and uh you know there was an old uh, platform before google adwords really started i can't remember the name of it right now but you used to be able to go on there you know buy buy a uh a uh what do you call it? a thing for a um uh an ad uh, placement uh, double on double click is that no not double click even i can't remember the name of it let's see I way before yeah. way before any of that shit hit the thing you anyways make a long story short it was very very cheap Right, you can buy a you know an impression or buy a, a, a click through for like ten cents, right? Right. And I, I know for back then it was very very easy to dominate page one of Google uh, with your website and you know have the whole page one for a certain key phrase or multiple key phrases, and that's what I had I had my fitness business on there. That's why I mm-hmm. came from a fitness background, uh, fitness uh, coaching. You know, fitness training came to fitness coaching, coaching came to life coaching and business coaching and business coaching came to LinkedIn stuff and people kept on asking me questions on LinkedIn. It's like, wow, it's like LinkedIn thing. People are, everybody's asking me about LinkedIn nine years ago, mm-hmm. 10 years ago. And so I decided to create, you know, my uh, website and my, my, uh, my company, uh, the website's leadwizard.ca, L-E-A-D-W-I-Z-A-R-D.ca. And, uh, you know, been around for nine years now. You can see the testimonial videos on the homepage, and you know from from link from for me learning how to uh, use LinkedIn. I'd take LinkedIn courses and go through all the training online. It was basically it took me a whole year almost of really researching and finding out and taking other people's you know um, uh, you know webinars and usually not, you know not even free stuff back then. You know, nine, ten years ago, there wasn't a lot of free stuff. It was mostly just paid webinars or free, paid. Um, uh, uh, classes either live or you know the odd time virtual virtual is not a big thing obviously nine years ago like it is today but you know to learn the information on linkedin uh as linkedin kept on rolling out the platform it was challenge it was really challenging to figure out what was actually happening there how the algorithm worked um how linkedin showed you content how you got to you know like like when you do a search on linkedin why do certain people show up on the top of your page and why do other people, right? So, you know, how, how the algorithm works, what's happening on there. And then LinkedIn went through a whole massive rebrand in 2013 or 2016 when they were acquired by Microsoft and they changed the whole platform as far as the look of things, they moved things around and published virtually no information on how to navigate the new platform. So that <laughs> left a real opportunity, uh, you know, uh, four or five years ago to uh, to for me to really jump into the uh, internet space and train people on where things were now and how to use things and what this meant and what that meant what you know how things were going on there and even today is is basically the same thing I see you know out of the 880 million people on LinkedIn I would say maybe a quarter of the people have banners on their profiles or have a decent profile at all um, and you know, you know how many and also you get people sending you 
these sales messages on a connection request, which still really, you know, makes me laugh. Uh, mm. People don't want to be sold to on LinkedIn. They want right. to be helped out, right? Yep. How can you help me? So, yeah. yeah. I had someone reach out to me on LinkedIn that I actually asked, so like, is this automator or are you a real person? And of course, the reply was, I'm a real person. But that doesn't mean they're a real person. It just means they're a well-programmed bot at the very least. But it's Or, or they used a bot. And then when you responded, they went in there themselves afterwards and they messaged you personally, but their bot messaged you beforehand. Right, right. Yeah, that, that can be it as well. Uh, so, so what are a few things that, uh, so you mentioned a couple of things you see people doing wrong, like not having banners and whatnot. Um, yeah. But what are, what are a couple of things that, that people should be listening to that they'll be like, oh, shoot, that's me. I should fix it. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do our listeners need to fix right now while yeah. they're listening to this podcast? So the first thing you need to do, and if you're listening to the podcast, please write this stuff down for yourself. Have a fully complete LinkedIn profile. And LinkedIn is actually good in the sense that if your profile is not fully complete under your profile name and your heading, use it as a bar that tells you how complete your profile is. So make sure you fill out every single section. And then think of it from the standpoint of helping people out. You know, the four things that I see people want to know from when they go to your profile, especially if you're using your profile for lead generation or marketing, are uh, who are you? What do you do? What can you do for me? And why should I use your services as opposed to the 1,000 other people on LinkedIn or 10,000 or a million or 100 uh, people who do the same thing you do? Like, why you? What makes you unique? What makes you great? So mm. very few people out there, you know, have those benefits on their profile. Usually they just have, you know, CEO of the company and that's all. So, and that's fine if you're not using LinkedIn for anything else, but, a, a, you know, a place for people to go to. And to, uh, and to, you know, just find out who you are or just like a business card online, right? We've all seen websites that are a business card online. They're very, very simple. They're very, very basic. You go and you're wondering to yourself, well, who made the website? Was it a 10-year-old or a 15-year-old, mm -hmm. right? Or are you using LinkedIn for real lead generation or marketing for your business? Which you should be because, you know, once again, I haven't, I haven't done anything for the last nine years as far as AdWords or Facebook ads or SEO or anything else at all, it's only been LinkedIn. And I've been amazed that it's provided me this, you know, uh, phenomenal uh, business and uh, wealth uh, that for my, my company and my family to be able to take care of them properly. Uh, you need to really have a complete LinkedIn profile. And then make sure that if you reach out to people on LinkedIn, don't try to sell them either in the connection message or the first follow-up message. Try to help people out. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I know when I when I joined LinkedIn years and years and years ago, I looked at the platform and said, this will be something someday. I don't know what, but it'll be something. And I started connecting with people in in advance of the day when someday LinkedIn became something. I think it's really, you know, it, it's certainly matured at this point as a social media platform. So talk a little bit more about, you know, the best ways to reach out to people. Because obviously, if you're trying to generate leads, you do want to sell the people you're talking to, yep. but you also don't want to, you know, get too too in their face. And I I always say that you know sales is is fairly similar to dating in the approach process. Yeah, is if you, if you jump to the close, you're not going to get a good very good response from most people. Yeah, um, but also Actually, it's be, funny if you beat around I, the bush too much, you won't get it either. So what, yeah, uh, I I wrote an article that if you can Google on LinkedIn. So if you look up on Google. Uh, stop trying to get me into bed on the first date, LinkedIn. 
<laughs> you'll see my article on LinkedIn. Hopefully, you'll see it. Uh, and uh, you know, really, really uh, great uh, story about you know uh, how I just yet yeah, I just consider LinkedIn the same thing you said, like dating, right? You wouldn't walk up to a beautiful girl or a good-looking guy. Well, maybe girls wouldn't get a good response. You want to hop in the sack right away, right? But, I mean, you know, if you're looking for a long-term relationship, that's not going to go to go, go to well long-term for yourself. Mm-hmm. So you really want to think about, once again, how can you be of service? Uh, and then, you know, that's how the, the attitude I have in business in general. How can I be of service to somebody? How can I give before I get? So if you're in that mindset, and mindset is very, very important on LinkedIn, People can tell when you're BSing them on LinkedIn. They can, they can, they can, they can smell it. They can sense mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. right? You really have to be from a, a, a position of giving. And, uh, you know, you can do that on LinkedIn very, very well uh, through different things like your messaging, like the content you post on LinkedIn, and especially also video is very hot on LinkedIn right now. Mm-hmm. So I took a $5,000 video creation course specifically made for LinkedIn. And it was a, uh, you know, it's still, I still use the, uh, the methodology for creating my videos, which I do every single week uh, on my LinkedIn feed. And, you know, you, you sometimes see uh, videos or posts on LinkedIn that have videos on them. And they get, you know, four or five likes and four or five comments and no shares at all. You want to have, you know, videos on LinkedIn. They get, you know... 8,000 likes and, you know, a thousand comments and, you know, you know, 200 shares. Uh, also the way LinkedIn, LinkedIn algorithm works is if you don't get anything on your posts on LinkedIn, like no one shares your content or comments on it or likes it at all. LinkedIn algorithm goes, Oh, this information is not important at all. We're not going to show this to any of your, any of your first connections. But if you mm-hmm. do get that stuff rolling out on a regular basis, the more often you get posts or get videos on LinkedIn that actually do very well, the more LinkedIn will actually roll that out to your entire database. And then it'll start rolling out to your second and third connections. So it's very, very important that you post content on LinkedIn that people will actually consume. And the video creation course I took was specifically made for posting and getting people's attention on the LinkedIn feed, on the main homepage of LinkedIn. So your people are scrolling down and all of a sudden they see something interesting. So, you know, having a nice container around the uh, video, uh, having a nice, you know, headline that sucks you in, right? So, yeah, very, all the different, you know, steps to creating a video on LinkedIn that will also get engagement and show more people your content. And then once you have that done, you know, you want to hopefully, if you have a decent amount of connections on LinkedIn, LinkedIn, Set your profile to follow as opposed mm-hmm. to connect so people can follow you. I want to eventually, you know, myself have, you know, 100,000 plus followers on LinkedIn. I'm on that journey now. Once I started doing the video creation course a few months ago and getting, you know, my follower database uh, built up on LinkedIn. All right. Uh, and and so, so talk a little more about discovery. And like, that's one thing I've noticed on LinkedIn. And apparently Facebook seems to be copying this, that if a contact likes or comments on something you will or if if somebody likes or comments your post then their audience can see it exactly exactly and that's another strategy you can use so if you go on to other people's posts and you comment on the post and you tag them in that comment their 
their connections will see that that comment and see your thing. So, and the way you do that is you create the at sign before mm-hmm. you type in their name, and their their uh, profile. Like probably long long day yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, uh, they're 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 uh, they're people. You'll see their feed on their feed. So you type the at sign, their name will pop up. You can click on that. It used to be just popping their name in there would do that, but now they change it to having to put the at sign before their name. Mm. Yeah, which I think makes sense because Facebook with its autocomplete uh, sometimes is annoying that you'll be yeah. trying to type something, like try to type the, and then all my friends named Teresa come up. Yeah, and exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, Teresa, just the, just the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah, another yeah. cool thing nice. on that, uh, as far as, you know, like typing in words on LinkedIn, on the LinkedIn search bar at the top left hand side of the page, if you want to see what's trending in the um, your space that you're working in, uh, put a hashtag in there. So let's say I put a hashtag in the, the, the uh, pound symbol and then uh, LinkedIn, the word LinkedIn. And you can see then all of the uh, different things that are trending on LinkedIn. For instance, if I type in a word right now, while I'm talking to you and I type in LinkedIn, LinkedIn, a hashtag, it um, has uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, said LinkedIn, LinkedIn marketing, LinkedIn, oh, LinkedIn yeah. tips. LinkedIn lead generation. Yeah, exactly. So uh, okay. So, so those are the actual trending things that's showing you. Those, yeah. LinkedIn leads, LinkedIn marketing, LinkedIn, LinkedIn tips, LinkedIn training, LinkedIn profile, LinkedIn strategy. So the top one, LinkedIn leads at the very top of the page. That is the number one hashtag of what people are writing and putting in their um, uh, their their um, uh, their hashtags on their posts and things. So if you type in that hashtag. And you can go on the hashtag and you can look at it. You can see what other people are actually posting or writing on or have that, that hashtag in their post. So, so I, I just put in a, a, a blank hashtag, you know, just, and it's, it pops up coaching business and mindset. So does that, that mean the coaching business and mindset are the three, the three biggest um, hashtags in there or the three trending hashtags right now? Uh, let me just go to the home page because I did it myself. Got different results, but let me just go to the home page first and see. Or it might be optimized. So, for hashtag, it. yeah. So oh, I type in just a hashtag symbol. I see hashtag lead generation, hashtag LinkedIn leads, hashtag marketing, hashtag LinkedIn marketing. So I think it's different for every person. Okay, yeah. It all depends on customized. what you're searching for yourself and customize. So LinkedIn algorithm goes, okay, what do you, what space are you into, right? Yep. Yeah. And and, and while I'm here sharing those. Um, those being sold to on LinkedIn's, um, which I think this will amuse you. So I got a, an in-mail here just now that says, Hi, Michael, spelled wrong, M-I-C-H-E-A-L. I yep. am graphic designer having five plus years of experience in this field. I am here to collaborate with you. Let me know you availability to discuss more. Exactly. Which so obviously <laughs> someone this from guy. <laughs> another part of the country, right, obviously uh, mm-hmm. put that post out there. You know, with with very poor grammar and very poor English. Yep. Yeah, I like that he has five plus years of experience. Like he doesn't know how many years he has, but it's more than five, definitely. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so that's obviously the wrong way to do it. Uh, what is the right way to do it? If you if you're trying to reach out, so, you know, you see someone. Um, yeah, send them, a, send them a very very simple. You know, if you see someone on LinkedIn you want to be connected to. A customized message. So you know when you click on the connect button and then you want to send a message to them. Always, always send a message, and the message you know use. Uh, always use their first name. So you know, hi Michael, uh, saw you on LinkedIn. 
uh, you know, your profile uh, or what you're doing looks great. Love to be able to joint venture and collaborate with you. Let me know if you're open to that. Okay. And then space your new line, Alan. Right? So you want to make it non-threatening. Um, if you write a message on LinkedIn to somebody and there is a hint or a whiff of as soon as they accept your connection request, you're going to try to pitch them on something, which happens all the time to me and sure you happens to you also sometimes, mm-hmm. then people will not accept your connection request even. They simply yep. will just they totally ignore you. I mean, for, for me, I accept all of those because I love when people send me awful sales pitches because one of the things I do is train people to do better online sales pitches. Yeah. Um, so those are leads. <laughs> there you <laughs> go, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for me, it's almost like, how do I attract more of those terrible salespeople? Um, yeah. You know, I, I guess it's a matter of figuring out like what, what they're searching for. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're searching for leads themselves, right? Yeah. Another thing also people are not using enough of or not doing enough of is the, event, the events on LinkedIn. So mm-hmm. LinkedIn has this, you know, phenomenal event system for promoting your uh, your your uh, events on LinkedIn. So when you do create an event on LinkedIn, you don't actually deliver the content, usually unless you're doing a live uh, on your event page. So it's just for promotion. But LinkedIn, you know, is, has this great, uh, you know, uh, event thing happening uh, that more people are not using at all. Interesting. So, so what are the, what's the advantage to... LinkedIn events over maybe putting it on Facebook or uh, yeah, just your just a database, right? As well as I'm sure you've seen this beforehand, or um, maybe you feel this yourself. Uh, you know, when you go on LinkedIn, and you know what what is your impression of why you're there? Like, why are you, why are you on LinkedIn? Uh, well, presumably to network and with business people and learn from them. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're, you're, you have a preconceived agreement in your head that I am on LinkedIn to network with other people and hopefully do business with them. And that's mm. fantastic, right? As opposed to Facebook, you know, I'm pic- posting a picture of my, the food I ate, right? You don't see that on LinkedIn at all, right? I mean, the odd time you'll see a post on LinkedIn that are Facebook-like, but overall you see, uh, you know, more, more posts, and things on LinkedIn that um, will be, you know, business conducive. And the people on LinkedIn, I believe, because they're on LinkedIn, are, you know, saying to themselves, okay, I'm on LinkedIn and I'm here to do business with people. people. Um, this is not Facebook. It's not, you know, here's a, my dog took a funny poop on the driveway or something like that. Here's a video for it. It's like, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm here for business. If you contact me about business, I'll probably get back to you. And the stats are on LinkedIn that uh, 50%, let's see here, let's look at my stats over here. Um, nearly 50% of LinkedIn members have decision-making authority for their companies. So when you contact people on LinkedIn and talk to them about, you know, using your business, doing business with them, they have the decision-making authority, or half of them do, right? Mm-hmm. Which is much higher than any other business platform out there or any uh-huh. other social media platform. That's a big thing. Yeah, that's, I always say everyone has the authority to say no. But exactly. Only one or two people have the authority to say yes, and you got to get that person. Exactly. So you know, if you can find those people to say to say yes, or you talk to people who can who can say yes for you, you know, we've all gone through the thing of you know, whoa, I got to talk to these guys over here, and then unfortunately, what happens is unless you're really on it, or you actually have a great funnel for people to go through, they they forget, right? They're getting contacted by people every single day. 
and they got to talk to someone they got to talk then you know they got to talk to somebody you know how many times have you gone through you know four or five different meetings with people only to finally get the last meeting with a person who actually signs a check and what if we could get those people you know much faster well linkedin has those people that are, that are on linkedin awesome awesome um so so what are some other things that that uh, are are powerful that one can do with this platform yeah i mean you can you know you can go to groups on linkedin uh i created a group that has almost two thousand people on it now um so you know the whole idea is how do you how do you joint venture and network more people uh people on linkedin are, are, are it's great for place for joint venturing and networking right and you can find all the people on linkedin events you can just type in you know uh type in the linkedin search bar let's say uh networking okay so let's do it right now myself networking on linkedin press enter on the search bar at the very top and then the feed thing comes back over here and click on events so here's events on the here's events on linkedin so i found 2900 networking events on linkedin right now so you know you can find almost anything on there so out of 880 million people there are only 2900 networking events still a fair amount of people you can talk to or, or go events you can go to but mm -hmm. i mean comparatively speaking to facebook or other platforms you know not not a lot of people doing this stuff here so that leaves you that leaves a whole um you know doorway open for you to be the absolute expert in your field so for instance i see this one thing called logistics business show happening on september 20th and it has twenty thousand people on the LinkedIn event page have already registered 20,000. Mm. Whereas the rest of them have, you know, 300, 400, right? 622 I'm seeing here. Um, or here's one second world mental health Congress, 40,380 people are attending on December 6th. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a powerful thing. Yeah. I, I'm seeing uh, networking and networking and stilettos. Yeah. yeah 13,000 um, people. I, I don't have any stilettos. Otherwise I'd totally go. Um, no, I don't I'm know. Sure. Yeah. I'm not available <laughs> that day either, but, yeah. but yeah, no, but it is, there's a, there's a lot here and I hadn't really thought about, you know, networking or the LinkedIn events and using that searching for it in that platform. And, and you're totally right. It's not a, an oversaturated platform yet. It's not like Facebook no. where, where it is, it is full up. Um, it's still at that point where you can post something, people are going to see it. People might even engage with it. Um, I think for a while people weren't engaging, you know, they, they, when the news feed was newer yeah, and it wasn't really a thing, but I think now they're, they're starting to get it, starting to see it. And now, so, so did I understand correctly that it's better to, to post less, less higher quality con fewer higher quality posts than more lower quality posts on LinkedIn? Um, not really sure what you mean by that. As far so, as so we, what do you, what people do you... don't engage, then it, it decreases the, the right, right. Yeah. So it's, it's much, much more important. So post content that is either funny or helps people. Mm -hmm. So, so it's so. going to be, so you'd rather post two or three things that are really going to catch the attention than 15 things that are just kind of there. Exactly, exactly. Because of the fact that if people don't engage with your, your content on LinkedIn at all, LinkedIn's algorithm will, will once again, will say, well, no one's engaging with your content. We're not going to show anybody your content then. Whereas okay. the opposite happens, if people do engage with their content, LinkedIn says, okay, people are engaging, engaging with their content. We're going to roll more of your content out to your, not only your first connections on LinkedIn, but also your second and third connections.
Okay. And and so if you do that more, if you chat, if uh, not chat, if you like and share and comment more, does that increase your reach as well? Yes, you want to. And actually, if you uh, create a pod or find a pod to join on LinkedIn, a pod is basically a group of people who agree to help each other out and you like, share and comment people uh, and you go and Google Google LinkedIn SSI score, social selling index score. And, uh, you know, it's a uh, it's a score that you can go on to on LinkedIn where you can see how well you're doing on LinkedIn as far as your overall performance uh, for your um, your uh, your profile. And right now it's going to go pop in the link to my SSI score. I'll be happy to uh, send the link to you by email so you can use it. Hopefully uh, I am one percent top of my uh, industry and two percent. Of my whole network. That is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I looked at that before and I was, I think I was a 72 out of a hundred, which I guess is yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So I, I got to do smart. some more, I got to do more SSI stuff. Yeah. I was at, I was at 80. I was at 77 before I went to 80. Now I'm back to 77 again. Oh no. I gotta, gotta, yeah. I got to go to my pods and, and, and post share and like more of their content. Mm-hmm. Now. So when you do that, 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 that you're posting public posts, and you just know who's in your pod and pay attention and engage. Exactly. Yeah. So right. once again, a, a pod, all a pod is, is, you know, and we do it by um, the messaging. So you can go to your messaging app on LinkedIn and mm-hmm. at the top right hand side where you see three dots, you can, um, where is create group chat? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so it's, it's just as simple as yeah, yeah. people, you know, whether it's coworkers or a BNI group or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. So you can click on the pencil icon at the top right hand side of your messaging interface and type people's names in there. And mm-hmm. obviously beforehand you want to uh, you want to be able to uh, you know get people to buy in, right? To your, yep. your your pod. So you know you want to have probably you know ten to fifteen people in your pod and this you like go on their content and like, share and post on their content on a regular basis. So Awesome. Yeah, that sounds. And that and that will that will uh, increase your SSI score, which makes your content go out to more people on LinkedIn. Yeah, uh, that's huge. And 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 of course, besides the SSI score, you've also got ten, twelve people who are spreading your content around. Exactly. Exactly. So so you know, it's a win-win-win situation. Yeah, that's that's pretty exciting. That is some really great stuff. Yeah, this platform is really kind of coming into its own and and becoming very powerful. and now, so what would you recommend? Because I know you have the, the about looking at LinkedIn here. I've got, um, you know, currently there's my name and then there's some text underneath it, the about thing there. Um, and by default, that used to be your job title. And yep. some people steal their job title. I suspect that you would advise it should not be your job title. Yeah, so definitely it should be, you know, who are you? What do you do? What can you do for me? And why should I use your services to, you know, go to uh, you as opposed to anybody else on LinkedIn who does exactly the same thing you do? Like, for instance, uh, on my LinkedIn uh, title, I, I turn founders slash staff members into LinkedIn experts that are generating massive revenues for the organization. And then I see my next part, I put a, a pipe in there afterwards. And a pipe is simply the key above your uh, enter key with your mm-hmm. shift key pressed down. I saw a space, a pipe, a space, and then it says direct message me today. And then another pipe, and it says we'd like five to 15 new sales calls every week. 
pipe, I have the COBA strategy for 2021. Nice. So once again, you want to really format your profile to answer the four questions, as well as, you know, also uh, somewhere on your banner, you know, connect with me, contact me, right? Yep. So, so the banner is the, the big wide picture at the top. Yeah, exactly. The banner is a big wide picture at the top. You can get one of you that are professionally made or try making one yourself. Okay. But so it should be, so it should not be blank, obviously. No, definitely not blank. Once again, you only have a few seconds once you send someone a connection request to go to your profile or even go to the my network and look at your headshot, right? Is your headshot decent? Are you smiling in your headshot? Do you look mm-hmm. professional in your headshot, right? So you got to make sure that your headshot and your banner are super, super professional because sometimes people will decide to accept your connection request or connect with you simply on one of those two things, your headshot or your banner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's, that's definitely a huge thing. Um, and, and, you know, people can go to something like Canva to make a... Yeah, Canva, a nice... they can go on Fiverr, they can contact me, they can do anything they want to for creating a new banner. Yeah, I do a LinkedIn that's... profile, re- redesigns all the time. So they don't have to spend hundreds of dollars and hire a, you know, graphic design marketing agency to build that for them or anything yeah yeah or sometimes they do want to do that you know i've always done very very well myself on hiring experts and spending those hundreds of thousands of dollars like i did for my video creation course mm-hmm. you know i, I spent five thousand dollars on it us uh, which is about you know seven thousand dollars in my in canadian in and on, on my time right to figure out how do i crack this this video creation interface product thing so I can get the kind of results that the people who are teaching the course, you know, who are have you know either hundreds of thousands or millions of followers now because of that. How do I get that for myself personally, right? Because the more people you have, you know, they say the money's in the list. So the more people you have connected to on LinkedIn who consume your content will come to you without you even talking to them or sending them a message. Like you know, outbound marketing, they'll come to you as an inbound marketing funnel. And they'll say to you, I'd love to be able to hire you. How do I talk to you about hiring you? Mm, yeah, that, that's definitely huge to, uh, you want to make sure that, you, that you're, you're that way, you know, you want to be where people are looking and then be visible when they see you. Exactly. And look super professional, like, you know, a thousand percent professional on LinkedIn. So people go to you and go, they go, they, they look at your profile and go, wow, this person really has together on LinkedIn. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, that guy you <laughs> message you with broken English and, uh, you know, bad uh, wording. I'm sure if you go to his profile or her profile on LinkedIn, you can look at their profile and go, yeah, yeah, I can see they're from, you know, somewhere else in the world. And, you know, their English is terrible and they have nothing on there. They have no connections, really. Nothing's really happening on there at all. So, yeah, yeah, it's got the, got the blank banner up there. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it's... uh. It's, I mean, it, it's a almost complete. It's got, got a good about section, um, but yeah. And yeah. the interesting thing I see about it is it doesn't it doesn't talk about what the what the benefit is. Got a list the pain points exactly. Yeah. Yep. You know, everything right. I offer: marketing materials, signage, packaging, emails. Yeah. Blog, but whatever. If, but if you uh, you know if you um, saw that person sending you connection requests from my not my network section, would you looking at their profile picture? And then possibly even going to their profile in two seconds. Never mind reading the whole thing going down. You know, would you accept their connection request based upon what you saw immediately? Right. Yeah. Of course, I wouldn't. And especially, you know, with with the blank, you know, not having a not having a banner at the top, um, having only seventeen connections is is always a little bit suspicious. Yeah. 
are they are they a you know someone created a fake profile or something also mm-hmm. fake profiles are definitely a thing as anyone knows me on facebook knows well yep but, uh, my, my face is very popular in the fake profile market <laughs> seriously yeah that is the the challenge of being as attractive as i am is everybody wants my face on their fake profile i yeah it's been happening to me for for about three years now four years wow um, I've heard that. I never yeah, heard I'll, that I'll get messages from from you know victims, kids, adult children, because the victims are often uh, you know widowers or, or widows, um, older women who are lonely and or senile, and <laughs> or both, or both, <laughs> uh, and, and they'll approach you to do a romance scam, and and they scam them for tens of thousands of dollars. Oh my god, that's horrible! And that's I'm like, wow, horrible. my face is worth tens of thousands of dollars. I need to figure out how to monetize that somehow. But no, you don't. But uh, not that way. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and of course, what do I do that face? I do an audio podcast. So yeah. that just shows I know where my strengths are. Uh, but <laughs> but no, it's, yeah, it's, it's an interesting place that you have to you know, understand what is there and how to be perceived well. And, and also, you know, be, that consider what other people are getting, you know, what other people are receiving and what your message lands among is that they're getting these, these slimy. Uh, one of my, uh, actually, uh, one person I interviewed on the, on the show, who the episode's coming out soon. Um, it came right between two salesy messages and her message sounded somewhat similar to theirs. And I was like, you trying to sell me something? Cause if you are, that's cool. I'll still talk to you, but I just want to know what we're doing. She's like, no, nope, no, nope, Just looking to connect, looking to network, looking to collaborate. Um, yeah. but because I was primed for salesiness, cause I've been getting that. And you know, my, my is I will take a half hour call with literally anyone who asked for it because never know, you know, salespeople tend to be well connected. Um, they tend to be open to some kind of collaboration once you get into a conversation with them. So yeah, I'll give you 30 minutes. If you want to waste that 30 minutes pitching me instead of having a conversation, well, then I'll see what I can learn from your pitch and probably not buy from you, but I'll take 30 minutes. Um, and you know, once or twice that's happened that they've turned into clients because they pitched me and I'm like, you want some coaching on that? Um, but yeah, you really need to consider what, what context your message is landing into when you, lob it over the wall on a place like this for sure absolutely yeah cool man yep yes yeah, so so any any uh final bits of advice that you would have for people going into the linkedin space here just take it seriously like to hire someone if you can't do it yourself hire someone to do your profile for you it'll be a great investment especially if you want to use linkedin for lead generation or marketing mm. take it take it seriously spend the money it is if you're in a b2b business and your primary target market is in the business space as opposed to the consumer space, and you want to use LinkedIn for lead generation or marketing, spend the money. It is the place you should be. That makes sense. Now, now, so I, I, I think I know someone who's pretty good at this link, LinkedIn stuff. That LinkedIn wizard guy, you think that he can he can help them? Oh, for sure, yeah. Like I said okay. before, I've been doing packages of – so I have three kinds of packages on my, on my site. I have a training package, which is called Foundations a done-for-you service where people who have talked to me and they want this want someone to do it for them they don't want to worry about this shit yeah um and then also just a simple profile makeover service so they want you know something inexpensive they want something easy that will give them a great profile makeover as well as tell them exactly what they should do exactly the order they should do it in exactly how to do it and they do the work themselves afterwards nice okay um and of course this works for both canadians and americans Exactly. Yeah. My, 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 my market is all over the world, but you know, my primary market is uh, USA and Canada. Okay. Yeah. Or Canadians and USAnians, as I've heard some people say. 
<laughs> because Canada is also in America, as exactly all Canadians and some people who live in the U.S. are aware of. Yes. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, and of course, uh, this so this show is coming out perilously close to when the event is, but we do have an event that we're doing um, on, on Thursday, the 22nd, which by the time this episode comes out, it may be the day after. Um, but we do have a an event that people can go to, which there will be a link in the show notes for people to sign up for that. Um, and if the event has gone by and they sign up, then we might just send them the video of the recording of that show. Cool. Which will, which will presumably go a bit more in depth on some of these same topics. Is that correct? Exactly. Awesome. Well, I look forward to uh, working with you again in two days um, or one or zero days, depending on when people are listening to this. Uh, and, and I appreciate you sharing out there. There's been some great stuff. Some, you know, I looked at my LinkedIn as you were talking and thinking I need to, I need to make sure I get those four questions there. Who are you? What do you do? What can you do for me? And why you always great stuff. Um, yeah, why you as well and, as on, on LinkedIn do the same thing yep. you do. And definitely people should search for the article. Stop trying to get me into bed on the first date on LinkedIn. Um, and for all you out there, stop trying to get Alan in the bed on the first date. You know, <laughs> I'm married. Uh, he's, he's married. And, and he's married. But, you know, yeah. if you're going to try, you know, buy him some flowers, wine and dine him, send him some Take gifts. Take me to dinner somewhere yeah. nice. He'll still say no, but he'll appreciate the gifts. So Exactly. His wife might not appreciate the gifts, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, at least you gotta you know, get something out of it. Well, it's been exactly. great to have you on the show. I have certainly gotten a lot out of it, even without dinner and flowers and gifts. I don't think my wife would appreciate that either. Um, so thank you so much for being on here. And what, what was that, uh, that website again? Leadwizard.ca. Okay. And, and you said W I Z A R D. Yep. I was hoping you spell it again. Um, <laughs> cause you spell it in Canadian. We say Z, but see, there's subtle differences across the border. I'm right. getting to be less and less with this whole internet thing as I connect with people all over the world. So it's been great to have cool. you on the show, and uh, I look forward to working with you shortly. And thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom. Thank you. Have a great day. This has been the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast with your host, Michael Whitehouse. This great theme song is by Patrick Howard. If you found this valuable, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast. Find the full archive of all episodes at guywhoknowsaguy.com slash podcast. Check out my other podcast, Morning Motivation. It's a daily podcast of two to five minutes with a powerful hit of motivation and inspiration to get your day started. Morningmotivation.fun or search for Morning Motivation wherever you listen to podcasts. Join the community online in the Morning Motivation Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Morning Motivation Podcast. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people, in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect, jv-connect.com. That's jv-connect.com, December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.